This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. Today I'm joined by Tori Cushing, Marketing Strategist at Analytics. Hello, Tori. How are you doing? Hi, Andy. I'm good. How are you? I'm very, very well, thank you. Tell us a bit about yourself before we get into the uh, main subject. Yeah, so I have been in marketing for about six years now, and my mom, who is Annie Cushing, was the one who got me into it. I started learning about marketing at 16 and started working in some reporting and link building at the time. And then I got my first job at an agency at 17, and I've basically been doing it ever since. So I really, really enjoy it. I'm kind of type A and analytical, so it's right up my alley. When I'm not doing marketing stuff, I I actually really like a vintage dance called Lindy Hop. It's an American folk dance done to swing music, otherwise known as swing dancing. And uh, that's kind of another passion of mine. So I compete nationally and internationally and that on the side. Fantastic. And and yeah. you're you're a a parkour practitioner as well, I which is am. quite impressive. I <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love running, which is what how I got into parkour and like basic gymnastics, which I've done in Lindy Hop before. Yeah, um, and parkour was just kind of a culmination of those two. So I really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun, very challenging. Wow. Yeah, it's great. Can you combine the two? Like, you know, is your is your sort of like jumping through uh, an open window or something? Can you do a sort of Lindy Hop um, uh, position while you're sort of jumping through, or is that not advisable? <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds like a brilliant <laughs> idea for a video. <laughs> so I'm gonna take that. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you can make a video of it. And just just give me a mention. Right, we're yeah, talking about. <laughs> we better get back on topic because the listeners are expecting it. Um, which reports in Google Analytics are, the, are best for sort of social reporting? That's a really good question. And, you know, for this, I'm actually going to hop into my Google Analytics account. And I highly recommend for our listeners to follow along inside Google Analytics. So there are a few different options here. Under acquisition is where you're going to find all of these reports. So you're going to see the channels report, these different all traffic and social and campaigns. So under acquisition, you would think that social, the the section right there, would be where you would find your best social reports and all the information that you need. Now, the problem is that under these social reports, it's not super great. Instead, what we recommend is going into under all traffic, under channels. Mm-hmm. And channels is where you have the, this other social channel where you can drill down to all of the social data under here. And this is where I recommend getting most of your data. So you can see your sessions, your percentage of new sessions, your new users, your behavior, bounce rate. That's all pretty much the same in your social report and in your channels report to an extent. But there are certain details like the transactions and the revenue and certain like smaller social campaigns and different sources Mm -hmm. that will show up in all traffic under channels and not in your social reports. So the reason for that is that a lot of times what you do with the social reports in like the regular social reports, you go to something like network referrals where it has, you know, your Twitter and your Facebook and your LinkedIn and that kind of stuff, but it doesn't show all of them combined in something like, an overview. So what we recommend is going into channels under all traffic 
and drilling down to social channel. And there you can see this kind of full layout of data, of data from Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+, and it's all combined. So instead yeah. of seeing something like you're getting a certain number of sessions from Twitter.co and Facebook.com, maybe that doesn't include the Facebook app or the like Twitter picture traffic mm-hmm. that you're getting. So that's why I recommend going into the channels, drilling down to social, and then seeing the data there because it actually combines and you know accumulates all this data from those different sources, and you don't have to go into Excel later and add it all together. Sure. So, I mean, there's quite a few reports there. Would you say that there's any that probably are worth skipping because they're quite bad at reporting? Yeah, so I would definitely say I wouldn't recommend using the landing page report. Yeah. Instead of using the landing page report, again, go to Acquisition Overview, All Traffic, Channels. And again, this is why I suggest following along. From Channels, you want to drill down to Social, which is the good reporting that I recommend. This is where you should go for your social reporting, not the social reports under Acquisition. And then from Social Network, you can switch this primary dimension, which is this little option right underneath that big graph. Mm. And you can switch it to landing page. And that's what I would suggest for the landing page report. And there are a few reasons for that. One of them is that you get more data here all in one view. So you get your acquisition and your behavior data, which is like sessions, new users, presented new sessions. But you also get bounce rate, pages per sessions, and average session duration. But you also get conversion data. So you get your e-commerce data. So you get your conversion rate, your transactions, and your revenue and you can switch the conversion data to your goals. So say you're not an e-commerce site and you want to track form signups instead. You know, you can switch that to goals here. Now, if you were to go into something like in the landing page report under social, so that that bad reporting that I'm talking about. And I wouldn't necessarily consider it bad. It's just limited. You know, so why would you look at limited data when you can get so much more in one place. Yeah. So under social landing pages, it's a report that I don't recommend because you can only see page views, sessions, average session duration, and pages per session. So you can really only see that acquisition data. Mm. You know, so if you want to look at, and you know, the reason behind this is that if you have, let's say you release a new product and you have a landing page that has just, you know, gave the arrival of this product, you know, it was like a press release almost, and you want to see how much traffic you're getting from Twitter or mm. from social networks in general to this particular landing page. So you would change that primary dimension to landing page. And you can see that, okay, for analytics, the definitive guide to groupings in Google Analytics brought in this certain amount of revenue. and brought in this many signups. and brought in this many transactions. Mm. You can see that all in one place. Instead of having to go into Excel later, and grab your conversion data and then grab your landing page data from social and then combine them in a pivot table, which is possible, but it's just unnecessary steps when you can have it all in one place under all traffic channels. Yeah, it's an extra step, isn't it? Now, let's talk a little bit about um, sort of proper campaign tagging. Um, what recommendations recommendations would you make uh, sort of for tagging social campaigns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure our listeners have, have done some type of campaign tagging. But what I recommend is making sure that the most important thing about campaign tagging is making sure that you have your mediums set up correctly. And 
on analytics, there's a, an entire guide to like a definitive full guide to campaign tagging, which I can send you later, Andy, if you want to include it. Yeah. Um, send us and, link, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see like this just incredible resource of everything you need to know about campaign tagging. So I highly recommend checking that out because it's just scratching the surface. But with Campaign tagging, the most important thing and the thing that we see people mess up the most is tagging your mediums. So you want to make sure for social reporting that your medium is always tagged to social. Now, a lot of times we see it tagged to Facebook or BOGO, you know, promo Mm. from Facebook, something like that that's not a medium. And really, we want to make sure that it's tagged just social, just that lowercase one word. And then your source is where you put in a little bit more information. That's where the link lives. So if you're sharing it on Twitter, that'll be twitter.com and facebook.com. And you want to make sure that the, another important tip is that it's consistent. So you want to make sure that your, your mediums, that your, your sources are consistent. So when you share links on Twitter, it's twitter.com as your source. That's it. You know, or t.co, like whatever it is, make it consistent. Mm. And we recommend putting in the .com so that it covers all the things over that domain. Because when you have like uppercase Facebook versus lowercase Facebook, you know, it just, it gets, it causes these duplications in the reports. So you want to make sure that it's just Facebook.com, Twitter.com, Pinterest.com as the sources. And then you use the campaign tag to give a little bit more of a description. So let's say um, you have a social ad or something like that you'd want to put in the description in the campaign and not in the medium or the source. So this is like consistent over every client that we have come in for a site audit or an analytics audit. It's, I have not seen one that's had uh, their mediums and sources tagged correctly wow. across the board. So this is a big issue. So I would highly recommend if you're at an agency, keeping an eye out for this when you're doing audits in-house, make sure that you go check your reporting and make sure that those mediums especially, because the mediums, if you mistag those, it messes up a huge amount of those acquisition reports. Mm. You know, So if you're saying that this is coming from a different medium, that means that you're, you're missing out on tracking that data. Because you know, you're saying that this is coming from, let's say, your medium is social and you tag it with Facebook.com. Mm. Now, it won't be grouped into that social channel that you have. Yeah, it's confusing, isn't it? Because it's no wonder people get it wrong because there's this... Um, I can imagine that a lot of people get those tags the wrong way around. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's taken me a while to understand this. So it's not like I just like inherently have an understanding of this. Google Analytics did not make this very easy. Mm. <laughs> you know, because a lot of times when you're, when you're reporting on this, um, I don't think it's, it's their biggest concern to make sure that this is like the easiest process to make sure that all of your channels are equally represented. Because if it looks like you're not getting a whole bunch of traffic from something, then you're probably going to go pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> so reality. So making sure that you have this set up correctly, so that you're knowing how many sessions and transactions are coming from email versus social versus organic or direct, you know. So it's a very important process. I'd highly recommend checking out our guide to channel groupings from analytics and multi-channel funnels. I mean, there are a few resources that I'll send you, Andy, that you can give to our listeners too. And we'll put those in the show notes. Great. Now, you did uh, mention earlier about revenue. I'm just interested how you actually track revenue from social, Tori. Yeah, that's a great question. 
Um, again, I would recommend this overview all traffic channels, social, and checking revenue from there. So one thing is that in that other social, in those like group of social uh, reports that Google Analytics provides you that I don't really recommend very much is there's an option for conversions. Hmm. But the thing with this is that it operates on a different value system than the other reports. So this is where it gets a little bit complex. So if you don't understand this, not you, Andy, our listeners, if you don't understand this, that's totally fine. Like just roll with it. You can learn more about it later. But basically the long and short of it is that the social conversions report, and that's under acquisition social conversions, Mm. is reporting off of the multi-channel funnels API. So that's reporting on basically like assisted conversions. And you can see this in this report where you get this option, this little option under Explorer to view from conversions to assisted versus last interaction. And this kind of gives you this, you know, it's the difference between assisted conversions and last click or direct conversions. And I won't get into the details of that, although I highly recommend if you are doing analytics reporting that you go and research it. But essentially, it's instead of giving the last attribution, so if somebody comes in through Facebook and then they leave and then they come in through organic and then they leave and then they come in again through direct, Mm. you know, and they go to directly to analytics, analytics analytics.com and make a purchase, the last click or direct conversion value is saying that they came in from direct. The assisted conversions reports is that you came in from social also played a part and that email played a part and organic played a part in this. So it tracks those visits too. And then you came in from direct, but these other channels also get credit, you know? Mm. So in these other reports in the acquisition channels, you get a little bit of slightly different data. So if you see that kind of inconsistency that's where that's from. And this is reporting on the core reporting APIs. So if, and if you're reporting off any of these other things, like the source medium report, the referrals report, the channels report, those are all the recording or the core reporting API. So I kind of recommend staying consistent with that, um, which is why I recommend, and I, and analytics and Annie Cushing also, she's recommended all this in the demystifying social reporting guide that she wrote. Um, which is getting where I'm getting a lot of this material, so I highly recommend checking out the blog. But under acquisition overview, all traffic channels, that's where you get this core reporting API and you get to see that kind of consistency. So I recommend, the, that's a long explanation for, I recommend, again, going to all traffic channels, drilling down to social network, and looking at your conversions and your e-commerce data inside that report. And then you get this nice view of, okay, Twitter brought in the majority of my revenue. So Twitter is bringing in 85% of our social revenue. Yeah. Facebook is contributing 12%. Google Plus is contributing 2%. You know, and you can see the dollar amount and the breakdown of that. So that's what I would recommend. Fantastic. Now, you mentioned uh, multi-channel reports and core reporting, or multi-channel funnel reports, I think they're called. I'm just wondering what the difference between the two is. Could you explain what the difference is? Yeah, definitely. And that's a really good question. Basically, the difference is that the core reporting API, which is what I referenced before, and is what 
the majority of Google Analytics is made up of is working off of a last click attribution model. So that means that if you came in from these different channels and you came in from direct last, direct gets the credit. Yeah. Last click attribution. Most of the reports in Google Analytics analytics are based off of this. So you have the real-time audience acquisition behavior, and most of conversion reports are based off of this, this core reporting API. Now, there are a few reports, which is the multi-channel funnels report and the attribution report under conversions. Hmm. And under social conversions, they operate off of the multi-channel funnels API, which is right. saying that more of the channels get credit, not just the last one, for this conversion. So when you're reporting on social and your conversion data, you want to be aware that these two reports operate off of different APIs. So the report that I reference as kind of like the good report, and it's just the report that has the most efficiency and has the most data for you, mm -hmm. is under acquisition, all traffic, channels, social, and that's operating off of the core reporting API. And the other one, so under social conversions, Yep. is reporting off of this multi-channel funnels API, which is saying that more people get credit. And you can see under the social conversions, assisted versus last interaction analysis, which is what I talked about a little bit before, which gives you this assisted conversions, which is that you know these other channels are assisting in this kind of like last home run goal and the last click. And then if you combine those, then it equals the other data. So it gets a wee bit confusing. Basically what you want to understand is that this social conversions report is reporting off multi-channel funnels API yeah and the acquisition all traffic channels social which is what I consider good reporting just because it aligns with the rest of your reporting the easily the most easily and you get the most data yeah is the social under channels and that's reporting off of the core reporting API fantastic the ever-opening flower of Google Analytics. And, uh, <laughs> seems you can do more and more with it. Um, how can our listeners find out more about uh, you, Tori, and more about Analytics? Uh, that's a great question. So Analytics, I write for that blog. So you can find more tutorials from me on analytics.com slash blog. I am also writing for Joe Hall, which is hallanalysis.com. So if you want to see any of my blog posts, feel free to check in there. Yeah. I had a, one about um, custom reports, so you can check that out. And a, a real-time alert if you want to see more Google Analytics stuff. I also recommend checking out Annie posted a new blog post called Demystifying Social Reports in Google Analytics. And you can get all of this data through a tutorial walkthrough type on analytics.com slash blog. It's one of the most recent blog posts. But yeah, so that's kind of all the events. And we also do these live Hangouts, which is Google Analytics live Hangouts for Analytics, which you can find that on analytics.com too. And where we, you can submit questions about Google Analytics and um, we go ahead and answer those live. Fantastic. And if you could send us links to these resources, Tori, we'll make sure they go onto the, onto the show notes. And also, I'll just for our listeners, point out how you spell analytics. It's A-N-N-I-E-L-Y-T-I-C-S. Is that right, Tori? Yep, that's so perfect. So it's analytics. Named after yes, Annie. Yes, it is. 
Fantastic. <laughs> Very clever. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, the show notes are in the usual place, sitevisibility.com slash podcast. Uh, we are on iTunes and Stitcher, so if you fancy leaving a review, that would be fantastic. Um, we're looking to um, get some sort of questions and answers on some future shows. So the couple of ways to get those in is the email is podcast at sitevisibility.com. And we have a magic telephone line where you can leave an audio uh, message or question, plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero. Well, that's all from me, Andy. And it's all from Tori. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Bye.